0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back with me today. And as always, want to give a shout out to my Dirty family for those that are listening consistently. I appreciate so much that you would take time each week, um, man, to dive into scripture with me, to have a conversation with me so that we can learn more about who God is and learn more about who we are. And if this is your first time joining us, joining me, um, I want you to know I'm so grateful so grateful that you you would take time um, to check this out. I don't know how you found it, but I'm glad you did. And I hope um, it's inspiring. I hope it helps you think more about who you are and who God is. Um, and I would love to hear your feedback from it. And So you can follow uh, follow Dirty Devotional on Instagram at Dirty Devotional. You can follow us on Facebook at Dirty Devotional Podcast. And I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to encourage you, if you enjoy what you're listening to, to rate it. Um, so that we can get it out to more people to share it with people that you may know that could benefit from it. Um, as always, my hope is that we can um, grow together. It's awesome to grow, um, but it's even better when we do it together. And so, but if you're listening today and this is your first time, we are hopping into part two of a conversation um, called Catch the Foxes, Catch the Little Foxes. And I've really enjoyed this. We've been in kind of a big series the past seven or eight episodes, seven or eight devotionals. Where we've been talking about relationships, the stupid things we believe about them, how jacked up they are. Y'all, can we just talk about for a second how awful people are? People are literally messed up. They're crazy. Um, People do stupid things, even Christian people. Actually, I think sometimes Christian people are the worst because they know better and they do stupid things. But let's just throw up a prayer for all our um, wicked Christian people that do really stupid things. Moment of silence for them. All right, wonderful. Good job. Um, but we are in part two of this. Part one, we talked about um, kind of the relationship side of this, of what it looks like if you are married, if you're in a, a relationship, what it looks like between you and your partner. And it was based around this verse in Song of Solomon, chapter two, verse 15. It says this, it says, Catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that spoil the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. And this verse, I think, is so powerful. And in part one, we talked about it from a relational standpoint of what are the little foxes that can get into the good parts of our life and ruin them? And there's so many of those. And if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it. But what I want to talk about today for part two is what it looks like for um, if you're single, if you're alone, for your, um, for your own self, kind of what it looks like, what are the little foxes that can get in your life. And as I said last time, it's not necessarily something that you do always. We like to think about if I do this or do that. It's A lot of times it's actually something that we don't do. It's when we omit the important things that these little foxes can get get in and destroy us. And so today I want to talk to you as a person as an individual, and talk to you about things that you should be doing to help avoid these little foxes from getting in your life. And so I got three things for you. If you're taking notes, you can write them down. If not, you can just listen. The first one is this, is you need to create self-awareness. You need to create self-awareness. You need to understand who you are and how God made you. Here's what I want to tell you. As a person, you are uniquely made which means you have unique dispositions, you have a unique personality, you have unique giftings, um, you have a unique way of seeing the world, and the world needs that from you. It needs that. But here's what happens oftentimes, is if you aren't aware of who you are, someone else will decide that for you. When you are around people and you do not have a clear identity of who God made you to be and who you feel like you were called to be, other people will step in and decide for you who you should be. This happens a lot in church world. It happens a lot in, honestly, any type of group setting where people will dictate what they think you should be, and a lot of times you can spend a lot of your life um, being someone else than who you were supposed to be. One of my favorite quotes, I don't remember who said it, is this, is the greatest tragedy of life um, would be to live my whole life and to never meet me. And so we need to have self-awareness. Um, a great way to start if you're like, I don't know how to do that. Um, if you've never taken an Enneagram test, do that. You can do it for free online. It's very interesting. It kind of gives you um, a picture um, and it puts you in a process to understand more about who you are um, it's a great first step. Um, spiritual giftings tests are great. But for me, the Enneagram has been the best way um, to gain self-awareness of who you are, where you're strong, where you're weak, um, what your core desires are, core fears. And when we have a better self-awareness of who we are, we can do a better job of being the person who God has called us to be. And it means we can have more valuable relationships with people because they can be genuine and authentic because you know who you are. So the first one is self-aware. The second one, second one builds off of that, and it's this, is self-care. So yesterday, um, I had the opportunity to begin this thing called Dirty Talk, where basically it's free, um, a free conversation, free counseling for people that um, just need someone to talk to. And one of my takeaways from these, the conversations were incredible. I was so grateful for the people that opened up, shared their stories, shared what's going on in their life. But one of my takeaways from that is there's a lot of people – who do such a good job of caring for everyone else, they don't care for themselves. And the most important person you can care for is you. Um, and it sounds selfish, but it's not. Think about um, the great commandment. Um, says, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love others as how, as yourself. What ends up happening is we become so tied up in loving other people, caring for our kids, caring for our spouse, caring for our coworkers, serving others, That we neglect ourselves. And that's bad because we can't pour out something that we haven't received ourselves. And so you need time to care for your soul, for your body, for your health. These things are important because taking an hour once a week, all it takes, it doesn't take a lot, taking an hour for you time, here's what'll happen is when you get that rest and you get that fulfillment, you'll be a better mom you'll be a better dad. Um, You'll be a better worker. You'll be a better servant. You'll be a better reflection of who Jesus is. And I I believe Jesus did this. If you read the gospels, what you see is Jesus took so much time um, on his own away from everyone. You need that time to care for yourself. And what you can learn is as you become more self-aware, you can learn what are the things that I can do to provide self-care. And so maybe it's journaling, maybe it's alone time, going to the beach, maybe it's um, riding in a car and listening to music, if you love music, Um, it could be hanging out with a friend, it could be going to a coffee shop, it could be reading a book, there are so many things that it could be, but the only way you're going to know what best fits you is as you build that self-awareness so you can start providing self-care. So I would encourage you if you don't do this, write down three things, you're like, you know what, I think I would enjoy this, write those down and try one of them. And you'll find out with after the hour, the 30 minutes, like that was good for my soul. And then here's what you do from that. You do it again so that you can provide, be the best version of yourself. But the only way you can do that is if you take care of yourself. And the last one is this. It doesn't feel, I wish it rhymed. I wish it was like another self, but it's not. Because here's the thing is you need, the last thing is this. So first one's uh, self-aware. Second one is self-care. The last one is community. And this was the last one for our couples and our relationships as well. But as an individual, you need people in your life um, that is going to continue to push you forward. You need people that are going to help you grow in who you are. Because here's the thing. Self-awareness is an ongoing process. You build upon that. And as life and seasons come and trials come, you need people in your life that are going to continue to push you and help you grow as a person. And this is important because a lot of times what we do is we surround our people um, where we can just um, kind of find validation in um, us being unhealthy. So we say venting a lot. We're like, I'm just venting to this person. But what we're really looking for is validation. We want someone that's going to support um, our frustration and support um, the unhealthy things in our life. And so you need people in your life uh, that you can talk to that are going to tell you, hey, this is hurting you. Try doing this instead. You need people in your life that can do that. And I believe you can find those people um, at church. I believe you can find them in circles of things that you enjoy doing. So finding a writing group or a painting group. If you like coffee, going to coffee shops, find the regulars, find people that you can talk to and get to know and build an authentic relationship with you. But the only way you're going to find those people is if you get around people. And this is a very simple idea, but it's definitely not easy but you need community around you. You need people that aren't going to just make you feel better, that they're going to make you better. And so you need to start looking for that. And so here's the three things again that we can so that we can avoid the little foxes destroying the vineyard. The first one is this. we got to build self-awareness. Who am I as a person? Who has God made me to be? What are the gifts, talents, um, dispositions, personality traits that God has put inside of me? I need to become aware of those things. The second thing is this, as I become more self-aware, I've got to make sure I'm providing myself self-care. I've got to start, start taking care of myself. The only way I'm going to be a good father, a good mother, a good friend, a good spouse is if I'm taking care of myself. And so I'm making a promise today to take care of myself, to provide me time so I can be the best version of who I'm called to be. And along with that, I'm going to surround myself with a community of people Um, that love me and are with me. People that aren't just going to make me feel better, they're going to make me better. And as we do that, Dirty Fam, as we do this together, what we find is that we will grow, we will find authenticity, genuine relationships, and the best part is, is we can be authentic with ourselves. And those little foxes, the ones that destroy and spoil the vineyards, that is creating a fence around them where we can be safe, we can be strong, and we can continue to grow. So let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, thank you for giving us ways to learn and grow. Lord, there are things that are looking to attack our families, looking to attack our lives, Lord, looking to spoil and destroy the good things that you've given us. Lord, help us um, put, put things in place, put practices in place that can keep those foxes out. Lord, we thank you for um, self-awareness. We thank you for how you made us. We thank you for self-care. Lord, we thank you that we're going to take space to um, refill our cup, um, Lord, and to be the best version of who we can be. And Lord, we thank you for people in our lives to help us be better. And Lord, if we don't have that community, Lord, we ask that you open doors so that we can find it. Lord, I thank you. I love you. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen.